0: It's Monday, 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 Monday. I had another early morning yesterday, so I did not record and it was very, it was very exhausted. So I didn't record in the evening, so now it's Monday evening. Oh, Lamentations is super short, so we'll get through Lamentations and start Ezekiel (laughs) just um, anyway thinking about Ezekiel stories but maybe I will tell them when we get to them okay Lamentations chapter 1 how deserted lies the city once so full of people how like a widow is she who once was great among the nations she who was queen among the provinces has now become a slave Bitterly she weeps at night, tears are upon her cheeks. Among all her lovers there is none to comfort her. All her friends have betrayed her. They have become her enemies. After affliction and harsh labor, Judah has gone into exile. She dwells among the nations. She finds no resting place. All who pursue her have overtaken her in the midst of her distress. The roads to Zion mourn, for no one comes to her appointed feasts. All her gateways are desolate, her priests groan, her maidens grieve, and she is in bitter anguish. Her foes have become her masters, her enemies are at ease. The Lord has brought her grief because of her many sins. Her children have gone into exile, captive before the foe. All the splendor has departed from the daughter of Sion. Her princes are like deer that find no pasture. In weakness they have fled before the pursuer. In the days of her affliction and wandering, Jerusalem remembers all the treasures that were hers in days of old. When her people fell into empty hands, there was no one to help her. Her enemies looked at her and laughed at her destruction. Jerusalem has sinned greatly and so has become unclean. All who honored her despise her, for they have seen her nakedness. She herself groans and turns away. Her filthiness clung to her skirts. She did not consider her future. Her fall was astounding. There was none to comfort her. Look, O Lord, on my affliction, for the enemy has triumphed. The enemy laid hands on all her treasures. She saw pagan nations enter her sanctuary, those you had forbidden to enter your assembly. All her people groan as they search for bread. They barter their treasures for food to keep themselves alive. Look, O Lord, and consider, for I am despised. Is it nothing to you, all who pass by? Look around and see is any suffering like my suffering that was inflicted on me that the Lord brought on me in the day of his fierce anger? From on high he sent fire, sent it down into my bones. He spread a net for my feet and turned me back. He made me desolate, faint all the day long. My sins have been bound into a yoke. By his hand they were woven together. They have come upon my neck, and the Lord has sapped my strength. He has handed me over to those I cannot withstand. The Lord has rejected all the warriors in my midst. He has summoned an army against me to crush my young men. In his winepress, the Lord has trampled the virgin daughter of Judah. This is why I weep and my eyes overflow with tears. No one is near to comfort me, no one to restore my spirit. My children are destitute because the enemy has prevailed. Zion stretches out her hands, but there is no one to comfort her. The Lord has decreed for Jacob that his neighbors become his foes. Jerusalem has become an unclean thing among them. The Lord is righteous, yet I rebelled against his command. Listen, all you peoples, look upon my suffering. My young men and maidens have gone into exile. I called to my allies, but they betrayed me. My priests and my elders perished in the city while they searched for food to keep themselves alive. See, O Lord, how distressed I am. I am in torment within, in my heart I am disturbed, for I have been most rebellious. Outside the sword bereaves, inside there is only death. People have heard my groaning, but there is no one to comfort me. All my enemies have heard of my distress, they rejoice at what you have done. May you bring bring the day you have announced, so they may become like me. Let all their wickedness come before you. Deal with them as you have dealt with me because of all my sins. My groans are many and my heart is faint. Chapter 2 How the Lord has covered the daughter of Zion with the cloud of his anger. He has hurled down the splendor of Israel from heaven to earth. He has not remembered his footstool in the day of his anger. Without pity, the Lord has swallowed up all the dwellings of Jacob. In his wrath, he has torn down the strongholds of the daughter of Judah. He has brought her kingdom and its princes down to the ground in dishonor. In fierce anger, he has cut off every horn of Israel. He has withdrawn his right hand at the approach of the enemy. He has burned in Jacob like a flaming fire that consumes everything around it. Like an enemy, he has strung his bow. His right hand is ready. Like a foe, he has slain all who are pleasing to the eye. He has poured out his wrath like fire on the tent of the daughter of Zion. The Lord is like an enemy. He has swallowed up Israel. He has swallowed up all her palaces and destroyed her strongholds. He has multiplied mourning and lamentation for the daughter of Judah. When I was growing up, When you heard the title of a book during like read aloud time in the second grade, you're supposed to make a tea with your hands and be like, I heard it. So that's me right now doing the tea. He has laid waste his dwelling like a garden. He has destroyed his place of meeting. The Lord has made Zion forget her appointed feasts and her Sabbaths. In his fierce anger, he has spurned both king and priest. The Lord has rejected his altar and abandoned his sanctuary He has handed over to the enemy the walls of her palaces. They have raised a shout in the house of the Lord, as on the day of an appointed feast. The Lord determined to tear down the wall around the daughter of Zion. He stretched out a measuring line and did not withhold his hand from destroying. He made ramparts and walls lament. Together they wasted away. Her gates have sunk into the ground, their bars he has broken and destroyed. Her king and her princes are exiled among the nations. The law is no more, and her prophets no longer find visions from the Lord. The elders of the daughter of Zion sit on the ground in silence. They have sprinkled dust on their heads and put on sackcloth. The young women of Jerusalem have bowed their heads to the ground. My eyes fail from weeping. I am in torrent within. My heart is poured out on the ground because my people are destroyed, because children and infants faint in the streets of the city. They say to their mothers, Where is bread and wine? As they faint like wounded men in the streets of the city, as their lives ebb away into their mother's arms. What can I say for you? With what can I compare you, O daughter of Jerusalem? To what can I liken you that I may comfort you, O virgin daughter of Zion? Your wound is as deep as the sea. Who can heal you? The visions of your prophets were false and worthless. They did not expose your sin to ward off your captivity. The oracles they gave you were false and misleading. All who passed your way clap their hands at you. They scoff and shake their heads at the daughter of Jerusalem. Is this the city that was called the perfection of beauty, the joy of the whole earth? All your enemies open their mouths wide against you. They scoff and gnash their teeth and say, we have swallowed her up. This is the day we have waited for. We have lived to see it. The Lord has done what he planned. He has fulfilled his word, which he decreed long ago. He has overthrown you without pity. He has let the enemy gloat over you. He has exalted the horn of your foes. The hearts of your people cry out to the Lord. O wall of the daughter of Zion, let your tears flow like a river day and night. Give yourself no relief, your eyes no rest. Arise, cry out in the night as the watches of the night begin. Pour your heart like pour out your heart like water in the presence of the lord lift up your hands to him for the lives of your children who faint from hunger at the head of every street look O lord and consider whom have you ever treated like this should women eat their offspring the children they have cared for should priest and prophet be killed in the sanctuary of the lord Young and old lie together in the dust of the streets. My young men and maidens have fallen by the sword. You have slain them in the day of your anger. You have slaughtered them without pity. As you summoned to a feast day, so you summoned against me terrors on every side. In the day of the Lord's anger, no one escaped or survived. Those I cared for and reared, my enemy has destroyed. Chapter 3 I am the man who has seen affliction by the rod of his wrath. He has driven me away and made me walk in darkness rather than light. Indeed, he has turned his hand against me again and again all day long. He has made my skin and my flesh grow old and he, and has broken my bones. He has besieged me and surrounded me with bitterness and hardship. He has made me dwell in darkness like those long dead. He has walled me in so I cannot escape. He has weighed me down with chains, even when I call out or cry for help. He shuts out my prayer. He has barred my way with blocks of stone. He has made my paths crooked. Like a bear lying in wait, like a lion in hiding, he dragged me from the path and mangled me and left me without help. He drew his bow and made me the target for his arrows. He pierced my heart with arrows from his quiver. I became the laughingstock of all my people. They mock me in song all day long. He has filled me with bitter herbs and sated me with gall. He has broken my teeth with gravel. He has trampled me in the dust. I have been deprived of peace. I have forgotten what prosperity is. So I say, my splendor is gone and all that I hoped from the Lord. I remember my affliction and my wandering the bitterness and the gall i will remember them and my soul is downcast within me yet this i call to mind and therefore i have hope because of the lord's great love we are not consumed for his compassions never fail they are new every morning great is your faithfulness i say to myself the lord is my portion therefore i will wait for him The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man to bear the yoke while he is young. Let him sit alone in silence, for the Lord has laid it on him. Let him bury his face in the dust. There may yet be hope. Let him offer his cheek to one who would strike him, and let him be filled with disgrace. For men are not cast off by the Lord forever. Though he brings grief, he will show compassion, so great is his unfailing love. For he does not willingly bring affliction or grief to the children of men. To crush underfoot all prisoners in the land, to deny a man his rights before the Most High, to deprive a man of justice, would not the Lord see such things? Who can speak and have it happen if the Lord has not decreed it? Is it not from the mouth of the Most High that both calamities and good things come? Why should any living man complain when punished for his sins? Let us examine our ways and test them, and let us return to the Lord. Let us lift up our hearts and our hands to God in heaven and say, We have sinned and rebelled, and you have not forgiven. You have covered yourself with anger and pursued us. You have slain without pity. You have covered yourself with a cloud so that no prayer can get through. You have made us scum and refuse among the nations and refuse among the nations. All our enemies have opened their mouths wide against us. We have suffered terror and pitfalls, ruin and destruction. Streams of tears flow from my eyes because my people are destroyed. My eyes will flow unceasingly without relief until the Lord looks down from heaven and sees. What I see brings grief to my soul because of all the women of my city. Those who were my enemies without cause hunted me like a bird. They tried to end my life in a pit and threw stones at me. The waters closed over my head and I thought I was about to be cut off. I called on your name, O Lord, from the depths of the pit. You heard my plea, do not close your ears, to my cry for relief. You came near when I called you, and you said, do not fear. O Lord, you took up my case, you redeemed my life. You have seen, O Lord, the wrong done to me, uphold my cause. You have seen the depth of their vengeance, all their plots against me. O Lord, you have heard their insults, all their plots against me, what my enemies whisper and mutter against me all day long. Look at them. Sitting or standing, they mock me in their songs. Pay them back what they deserve, O Lord, for what their hands have done. Put a veil over their hearts, and may your curse be on them. Pursue them in anger and destroy them from under the heavens of the Lord. Chapter Four. Who actually, before we who is the narrator of these chapters? There's an I and a I. Also, translation note, chapter for chapter one and two and three. This chapter is an acrostic poem. The verses of each stanza begin with the successive letters of the Hebrew alphabet, and the verses within each stanza begin with the same letter. That's chapter three. It's just the first bit for chapters one, two, four, but not five. <laughs> this chapter for chapter four which we're about to start this chapter is an acrostic poem the verses of which begin with a successive letters of the hebrew alphabet fucking sick i love a bit i really do i love i love translations things that like rhyme in french and like definitely don't rhyme in english i don't know it just tickles me it always has so to see it almost every it's i he like So, yet, let, 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 the it, it. Um, So, there's no sort of consistency in the translation to match the sort of beautiful design of the Hebrew. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll tap someone to read the Hebrew. Anyway, chapter four. How the gold has lost its luster, the fine gold become dull. The sacred gems are scattered at the head of every street. How the precious sons of Zion, once worth their weight in gold, are now considered as pots of clay. The work of a potter's hands. Even jackals offer their breasts to nurse their young, but my people have become heartless like ostriches in the desert. Because of thirst, the infant's tongue sticks to the roof of its mouth. The children beg for bread, but no one gives it to them. Those who once ate delicacies are destitute in the streets. Those nurtured in purple now lie on ash heaps. The punishment of my people is greater than that of Sodom, which was overthrown in a moment without a hand turned to help her. Their princes were brighter than snow and whiter than milk. Their princes were brighter than snow and whiter than milk. Their bodies were more, their bodies more ruddy than rubies. Their appearance like sapphires. But now they are blacker than soot. They are not recognized in the streets. Their skin has shriveled on their bones. It has become as dry as a stick. Those killed by the sword are better off than those who die of famine. racked with hunger, they waste away for lack of food from the field. With their own hands, compassionate women have cooked their own children who have become their food when my people were destroyed. The Lord has given full vent to his wrath. He has poured out his fierce anger, kindled a fire in Zion that consumed her foundations. The kings of the earth did not believe, nor did any of the world's people, that enemies and foes could enter the gates of Jerusalem. But it happened because of the sins of her prophets and the iniquities of her priests who shed within her the blood of the righteous. Now they grope through the streets like men who are blind. They are so defiled with blood that no one dares to touch their garments. Go away, you are unclean, men cry to them. Away, away, don't touch us. When they flee and wander about, people among the nations say they can stay here no longer. The Lord himself has scattered them, but no longer watches over them. The priests are shown no honor, the elders no favor. Moreover, our eyes failed, looking in vain for help. From our towers we watched for a nation that could not save us. Men stalked us at every step so we could not walk in our streets. Our end was near, our days were numbered, for our end had come. Our pursuers were swifter than eagles in the sky. They chased us over the mountains and lay in wait for us in the desert. The Lord's anointed, our very life breath, was caught in their traps. We thought that under his shadow we would live among the nations. Rejoice and be glad, O daughter of Edom, you who live in the land of Uz. But to you also the cup will be passed. You will be drunk and stripped naked. O daughter of Zion, your punishment will end. He will not prolong your exile. But, O daughter of Edom, he will punish your sin and expose your wickedness. Chapter 5 Final Final Remember, O Lord, what has happened to us. Look and see our disgrace. Our inheritance has been turned over to aliens, our homes to foreigners. We have become orphans and fatherless, our mothers like widows. We must buy the water we drink. Our wood can be had only at a price. Those who pursue us are at our heels. We are weary and find no rest. We submitted to Egypt and Assyria to get enough bread. Our fathers sinned and are no more, and we bear their punishment. Slaves rule over us, and there is none to free us from their hands. We get our bread at the risk of our lives because of the sword in the desert. Our skin is hot as an oven, feverish from hunger. Women have been ravished in Zion and virgins in the, town, the towns of Judah. Princes have been hung up by their hands, elders are shown no respect. Young men toil at the millstones, boys stagger under loads of wood. The elders are gone from the city gate, the young men have stopped their music. Joy is gone from our hearts, our dancing has turned to mourning. The crown has fallen from our head, woe to us, for we have sinned. Because of this our hearts are faint, because of these things our eyes grow dim. For Mount Zion, which lies desolate, with jackals prowling over it. O Lord, you reign forever. Your throne endures from generation to to generation. Why do you forsake us so long? Restore us to yourself, O Lord, that we may return. Renew our days as of old, unless you have utterly rejected us and are angry with us beyond measure. That ends Lamentations. Since it's only been about 25 minutes, we will continue through. Ezekiel is another long one, so it might take us a few weeks to get through it. But we continue forever making progress. Ezekiel, chapter 1. In the thirtieth year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day... While I was among the exiles by the Kiber River, the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of the Lord. On the fifth of the month, it was the fifth year of the exile of King Jehoiakim, the word of the Lord came to Ezekiel the priest. The word of the Lord came to Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzi, by the Kabar River in the land of the Babylonians. There the hand of the Lord was upon him. I looked, and I saw a windstorm coming out of the north, an immense cloud with flashing lightning and surrounded by brilliant light. The center of the fire looked like glowing metal, and in the fire was what looked like four living creatures. In appearance, their form was that of a man, but each of them had four faces and four wings. Their legs were straight, their feet were were like those of a calf, and gleamed like burnished bronze. Under the wings of their, on their four sides, they had the hands of a man. All four of them had faces and wings, and their wings touched one another. Each one went straight ahead. They did not turn as they moved. Their faces looked like this. Each of the four had the face of a man, and on the right side had the face of a lion and on the left the face of an ox each also had the face of an eagle such were their faces their wings were spread out upward each had two wings one touching the wing of another creature on either side and two wings covering its body Each one went straight ahead. Wherever the spirit would go, they would go, without turning as they went. The appearance of the living creatures was like burning coals of fire or like torches. Fire moved back and forth among the creatures. It was bright and lightning flashed out of it. The creatures sped back and forth like flashes of lightning. As I looked at the living creatures, I saw a wheel on the ground beside each creature with its four faces. They sprinkled like chrysolite, and all four looked alike. Each appeared to be made like a wheel intersecting a wheel. As they moved, they would go in any of the four directions the creature faced. As they moved, they would go in any one of the four directions the creature faced. The wheels did not turn about as the creatures went. Their rims were high and awesome, and all four rims were full of eyes all around. An immense cloud, flashing lightning, center of the fire, glowing metal. In the fire, four living creatures. Spread out above the heads of the living creatures was what looked like an ex- An expanse, sparkling like ice and awesome. Under the expanse, their wings were stretched out, one toward the other, and each had two wings covering its body. When the creatures moved, I heard the sound of their wings, like the roar of rushing waters, like the voice of the Almighty, like the tumult of an army. When they stood, they lowered their wings." Then there came a voice from above the expanse over their heads as they stood with lowered wings. Above the expanse over their heads was what looked like a throne of sapphire. And high above on the throne was a figure like that of a man. I saw that from what appeared to be his waist up he looked like glowing metal, as if full of fire, and that from there down he looked like fire and brilliant light surrounded him. Like the appearance of a rainbow in the clouds on a rainy day, so was the radiance around him. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. When I saw it, I fell face down, and I heard the voice of one speaking. Chapter 2 He said to me, Son of man, stand up on your feet and I will speak to you. As he spoke, the Spirit came into me and raised me to my feet and I heard him speaking to me. He said, Son of man, I am sending you to the Israelites, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. They and their fathers have been in revolt against me to this very day. The people to whom I am sending you are obstinate and stubborn. Say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, and whether they listen or fail to listen, for they are a rebellious house, they will know that a prophet has been among them. And you, son of man, do not be afraid of them or their words. Do not be afraid, though briars and thorns are all around you and you live among scorpions." Do not be afraid of what they say or terrified by them though they are a rebellious house you must speak my words to them whether they listen or fail to listen for they are rebellious but you son of man listen to what i say to you do not rebel like that rebellious house open your mouth and eat what i give you then i looked and i saw a hand stretched out to me and it was a scroll Which he unrolled before me. On both sides of it were written words of lament and mourning and woe. Chapter 3 And he said to me, Son of man, eat what is before you, eat this scroll, then go and speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth, and he gave me the scroll to eat. Then he said to me, Son of man, eat the scroll I am giving you and fill your stomach with it. So I ate it and it tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. He then said to me, Son of man, go now to the house of Israel and speak my words to them. You are not being sent to a people of obscure speech and difficult language, but to the house of Israel, not to many peoples of obscure speech and difficult language, whose words you cannot understand. Surely if I had sent you to them, they would have listened to you. But the house of Israel is not willing to listen to you, because they are not willing to listen to me. For the whole house of Israel is hardened and obstinate. But I will make you as unwielding and hardened as they are. I will make your forehead like the hardest stone, harder than flint. Do not be afraid of them or terrified by them, though they are a rebellious house." And he said to me, Son of man, listen carefully and take to your heart all the words I speak to you. Go now to your countrymen in exile and speak to them. Say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, whether they listen or fail to listen. Then the Spirit lifted me up and I heard behind me a loud rumbling sound. May the glory of the Lord be praised in his dwelling place. The sound of the wings of the living creatures brushing against each other and the sound of the wheels beside them, a loud rumbling sound. The spirit then lifted me up and took me away. I went in bitterness and in the anger of my spirit with the strong hand of the Lord upon me, I came to the exiles who lived at Tel-Abib near the Gabar River and there where they were living, I sat among them for seven days, overwhelmed." At the end of seven days the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel, so hear the word I speak and give them warning from me. When I say to a wicked man, You will surely die, and you do not warn him or speak out to dissuade him from his evil ways in order to save his life, that wicked man will die for his sin, and I will hold you accountable for his blood. But if you do warn the wicked man and he does not turn from his wickedness or from his evil ways, he will die for his sin, but you will have saved yourself. Again, when a righteous man turns from his righteousness and does evil, and I put a stumbling block before him, he will die. Since you did not warn him, he will die for his sin, the righteous things he did Will not be remembered, for I will hold you accountable for his blood. But if you do warn the righteous man not to sin, and he does not sin, he will surely live, because he took warning, and you will have saved yourself. The hand of the Lord was upon me there, and he said to me, Get up and go out to the plain, and there I will speak to you. So I got up and went out to the plain, and the glory of the Lord was standing there like the glory I had seen by the Keber River, and I fell face down. Then the Spirit came into me and raised me to my feet. He spoke to me and said, Go shut yourself inside your house, and you, son of man, they will tie with ropes. You will be bound so that you cannot go out among the people. I will make your tongue stick to the roof of your mouth so that you will be silent and unable to rebuke them though they are a rebellious house. But when I speak to you, I will open your mouth, and you shall say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, Whoever will listen, let him listen, and whoever will refuse, let him refuse, for they are a rebellious house. Chapter 4 now, son of man, take a clay tablet, put it in front of you, and draw the city of Jerusalem on it. Then lay siege to it. erect siege works against it. Build a ramp up to it and set up camps against it and put battering rams around it. Then take an iron pan, place it as an iron wall between you and the city, and turn your face toward it. It will be under siege, and you shall besiege it. There will be a sign to the house of Israel. Then lie on your side, and put the sin of the house of Israel upon yourself. You are to bear their sin for the number of days you lie on your side. I have assigned you the same number of days as the years of their sin. So for three hundred and ninety days you will bear the sin of the house of Israel. Well, I don't love that. Ugh. Feeling away. Cause my first, my my first thought is like, is this practice? Is this the Lord's first attempt at? wiping sins clean by giving them to one man and also Ezekiel has no choice (laughs) he just wakes up one morning and these crazy fucking angels are there and God is speaking directly to him Continuing chapter 4, 6. After you have finished this, lie down again, this time on your right side, and bear the sin of the house of Judah. I have assigned you forty days a day for each year. Turn your face toward the siege of Jerusalem, and with bared arm prophecy against her, I will tie you up with rope so that you cannot turn from one side to the other until you have finished the days of your siege. Take wheat and barley beans and lentils millet and spelt put them in a storage jar and use them to make bread for yourself you're to eat it during the 390 days you lie on your side weigh out 20 shekels of food to eat each day and eat it at set times also measure out a sixth of a hin of water and drink it at set times eat the food you would eat the food as you would a barley cake bake it in the sight of the people using human excrement for fuel The Lord said, In this way the people of Israel will eat defiled food among the nations where I will drive them. Then I said, Not so, sovereign Lord. I have never defiled myself from my youth. Until now I have never eaten anything found dead or torn by wild animals. No unclean meat has ever entered my mouth. Very well, he said, I will let you bake your bread over cow manure instead of human excrement. He then said to me, Son of man, I will cut off the supply of food in Jerusalem. The people will eat rationed food in anxiety and drink rationed water in despair, for food and water will be scarce. They will be appalled at the sight of each other and will waste away because of their sin. Um, I know it's short and we're kind of in the middle, um, but I'm going to stop there uh, at the end of chapter 4 um i need to eat dinner and also i'm like kind of upset <laughs> about these chapters of ezekiel i don't know those kind of badass angels i always you know i always see like you know memes that are like accurate accurate representation of angels and it's like a fluffy cat with like googly eyes all over it um and so i always think i've been thinking lately like where do those come from like where are their descriptions of angels in the bible that like come like into I mean there's one. There's one right there. Um Yeah. Also good for Ezekiel for standing up for himself. Taking control of a very um uncontrollable situation. My quick I guess I'll <laughs> I'll end with a little story. My um I sort of impulsively name everything, all of my possessions. Um, So I own a saxophone that I named Ezekiel. And my favorite day of the year is March 10th. (laughs) And so um, I once looked up Ezekiel 310 and was unimpressed with it at the time 10 years ago 15 years ago um but reading it now and he said to me son of man listen carefully and take to heart all the words i speak to you and then the rest of the verse or the next chapter the next verse in the chapter um, go now to your countrymen, in exile, and speak to them. Say to them, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, whether they listen or fail to listen. So chapter 3 is pretty bang in. Eating the scroll was a little uncomfortable. Um, but that sort of direction to Ezekiel to go to Israel and sit for seven days. and overwhelmed seven days. I appreciate it now more than I did before. Now that I'm a son of man. Hmm. Well, forgive me for a short episode. You know what you should also do? <laughs> Is let go and let God.